Hi, I am Georgiana, your English teacher. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Today you will learn new idioms in English with money. I will teach you some English expressions related to money. And with a point of view story, you will learn grammar without memorizing any boring rules. And if you want the complete programs with hours of audio designed to develop your fluency, don't think twice. Visit speakenglishpodcast.com slash courses. There are several levels. Okay, let's start. Depending on the culture, people talk about money or get really uncomfortable when someone brings up this subject. However, everybody needs money nowadays. So today, we will learn some expressions about money because money makes the world go round. When something makes the world go round, it is extremely important. But not only money makes the world go round. Love also makes the world go round. However, love without money can get really complicated sometimes. Anyway, I'm digressing. Today, I would like you to learn some English expressions specifically about money. Let's start. Number one, bring home the bacon. You may think I'm hungry, but although this expression may seem unusual, we use it to talk about money. It means earning money so that the family can get by. For example, I have to work day and night to support my family. Someone's got to bring home the bacon. Number two. Time is money. We use this expression to emphasize that you should use your time wisely because you could use it to earn money. For example, I've been waiting for the delivery guy all day. But I can't sit around any longer. Time is money. Number three. Break the bank. There's no need to break anything. We use this expression to say that something costs too much money. For example. That coat is way too expensive. It will break the bank. Number four. Quick buck or fast buck. These expressions refer to money earned easily or quickly and in some occasions may indicate that someone wants to earn money dishonestly. For example, you can make a quick buck by selling your coin collection. Number five, bread and butter. 
while bread and butter are delicious, we use this expression to indicate someone who depends on their job for a living. For example, I'm sorry, I can't go shopping with you tomorrow. I can't miss work again or I'll get fired. Remember, it's my bread and butter. Number six, money talks. Obviously, this expression can be taken at face value, but it's pretty funny. We use it to talk about wealthy people that can get whatever they want because they have money. Example. I was convinced that I had a high chance of being elected. However, my opponent has much more money than I do. And as they say, money talks. Number seven. Born with a silver spoon in your mouth. This expression means to be born to a wealthy family. Example. My friend's parents always gave her everything she ever wanted. She was born with a silver spoon in her mouth. Are you having fun? Now let's continue with a point of view lesson. I'll tell you a short story more than one time. Every time, I'll change a grammar point. I can change the tense or the person. This way, you'll notice the changes in context. Okay, let's start. Francis was a refined and wealthy guy. Well, we can't say he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. His whole family members were bankers. Therefore, he didn't need to work. In other words, to bring home the bacon. Francis was so rich that he could buy anything without breaking the bank. And of course, he didn't depend upon a job being his bread and butter either. One day, he bought a five-star hotel simply because he didn't like the name. The hotel was called The Elegant Hotel. And he changed it to Elegant Hotel. Furthermore, he enjoyed smoking the best Cuban cigars and he used to light them with hundred-dollar bills. Francis was a very eccentric guy. To top it off, he was also fortunate. He had won the lottery several times. That was a quick buck. Well, he bought all the lottery numbers to ensure he won. One day, out of boredom, Francis went out into the street and started wandering. He noticed that several small stores had closed. 
Francis asked why that happened to someone in a store. The crisis. The banks won't give us credit and we can't go on like this, he replied. Then, Francis decided that his banks should start giving loans at 0% interest to all small businesses and stores that needed it. With that decision, thousands of small businesses could survive until the crisis end. We can't say money talks, but this time for a good cause. Let's listen to the same story one more time from Francis' point of view. Hi, I'm Francis. People say I'm a refined and wealthy guy. Well, they actually say I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. My whole family members are bankers. Therefore, I don't need to work. In other words, I don't need to bring home the bacon. I am so rich that I could buy anything without breaking the bank. And of course, I don't depend upon a job being my bread and butter either. I just bought a five-star hotel simply because I didn't like the name. The hotel was called The Elegant Hotel and I changed it to Elegant Hotel. Furthermore, I enjoy smoking the best Cuban cigars and lighting them with $100 bills. As you can see, I'm a very eccentric guy. To top it off, I am also fortunate. Last year, I won the lottery several times. That was a quick buck. Well, I bought all the lottery numbers to ensure I won. One day, out of boredom, I went out into the street and started wandering. I saw that several small stores had closed. I asked why that happened to someone in the store. The crisis. The banks won't give us credit and we can't go on like this, he replied. So I decided that our banks should start giving loans at 0% interest to all small businesses and stores that need it. With that decision, thousands of small businesses could survive until the crisis end. We can't say money talks, but this time for a good cause. Okay, that's the end of this short exercise. Notice that the changes between grammar points are subtle, but important. My suggestion is that you avoid memorizing grammar rules. It's better to see the changes in the proper context. And with a story, it is much easier to remember all this. It is one of the techniques that I use in my premium courses. 
I recommend you to take a look at speakenglishpodcast.com slash courses. Okay, we have reached the end of this episode. Repetition will help you improve your English fluency. So make sure you listen to my podcast episode several times. See you soon. Bye-bye. Did you enjoy today's episode? Get the transcript now at speakenglishpodcast.com.